0: Hey, Upstream listeners, this is a trigger warning to let you know that this episode discusses explicit content such as violence, sexual assault, and things in between. So if this is something that you would like to avoid hearing discussions about, I suggest you skip this episode or go back and listen to some of our comedic episodes for a breath of levity. Thanks again for listening. The kids of Elm Street don't know it yet. But something is coming to get them.
1: There's something out there, isn't there?
0: We just see cuts happen. What did that, Lieutenant? I don't know.
1: There's
0: a coroner got to say. She's the only one who can stop it. If she fails, I'm your boyfriend now, Nancy. No no one will survive. craven director of the heels have eyes and last house on the left a new masterpiece in fantasy terror nightmare on elm street hi hi welcome to upstream
1: welcome to upstream
0: hey babe look at our new setup we're so fancy so fancy give your own mic over there i have my own mic you're so far away from me
1: Ten years away here. You're,
0: you're
1: <laughs> ten feet away. Ten
0: feet away. This is insane.
1: Insane in the membrane. The
0: membrane's always insane. Hey, what movie did we watch? What
1: movie did we not watch? <laughs> <laughs> we watched Nightmare on Elm Street. The original. The original. First one. We finally got Stefan to watch it. Yeah.
0: It, it it wasn't that I wasn't trying to watch it. It was just that I had I never was watched it. Not to watch it. No, I just never watched it. I did never any any interest, and then. Since we've started this journey, I wanted to expand my horror genre.
1: Doesn't have any interest, and it was Johnny Depp as a baby.
0: Johnny Depp's first movie. So this is very first. This is very first movie. Wow! Isn't that crazy? Dirty then. I mean, he's see, he's doing fine. He's doing all right.
1: Well, is he doing fine? Yeah. I hope he's doing fine because he's going through a lot. He
0: still snorts more money than we'll make today. Just, I think he'll be okay.
1: (laughs) Even getting kicked off in all those movies and stuff, like.
0: Like when all he was lo- losing his contract to Warner Brothers. I mean, he yeah. did it so gracefully. It's not like people are mad at how he exited. They're oh. more mad at Warner Brothers well, for not
1: mad. Just like it would it, like I'm thinking like an Olympian or something when they lose stuff, they lose all their.
0: Oh, not like it's not like that because oh. Johnny Depp already had money and he's getting residual money from old movies and mm-hmm. shit like that. And he's chilling. I wonder if he still gets residuals from pirates. Pirates, yeah, I'm sure. Perhaps. I'm sure. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure how that streaming works. Anyway, so Nightmare on Elm Street, it was, it was good. I liked it. I thought that for it, I understand why it was a classic. Uh, it was funny watching this type of horror movie since this type of horror movie is, you know, basically just a commentary on the value that America has on virginity. <laughs> really, <laughs> like, what is Amer- what is America truly afraid of? Uh, sex, sex, it would seem in this movie, because the virgin in like these 80s slashers yeah. is always the one that survives and uh, the girl who decides to have sex gets brutally murdered.
1: Yeah, they they like I forgot how like obviously I've seen it. I've seen it more than once, yeah. but I forgot how like dirty they did her like they did not ease up on that first death. They're like, oh. We're gonna show that someone dies in their dream, let's fucking
0: kill her. not even that too. And it was like her
1: along the what did they say they did? How did they do that scene?
0: That one I don't know. I'm sure it was the same thing where they made it upside down, or it's she was in a so
1: much blood
0: or she was in a pulley uh, or like in a pulley also, system
1: and truly, how did they really think I understand it's hard to believe that like a man is like taking people in their sleep and killing them when you can't see him, but like. Did they honestly think the boyfriend could have done all that that quickly? There was so much blood. She was on the freaking ceiling.
0: Like, uh, I mean, you've seen you miss true crime lady. You've seen some pretty gruesome crime scenes. You know how blood splatter works. It would be possible that, for somebody to make that much blood in that. In but he that was room. in the
1: corner when the girl like, came in the room and was like, what's happening?
0: No, I know. I'm not saying I, I saw just as you did that he is not responsible. Yeah. But I'm saying that it's definitely possible for that much blood to be. In one room, yeah, yeah, that was gnarly. It was, it was just odd because no other death in the movie. I mean, maybe Johnny Depp's. I
1: would say Johnny. They did him so dirty.
0: But, but even his was just like shock. Hers was like, she
1: All, like dragged.
0: This sounds. This is going to be kind of a dark twist on this. So tr- oh, this trigger warning, horror. trigger warning for the listener. Just, just a heads up. I'll, I'll, I'll add a trigger warning at the beginning of this episode, just where our listeners know. But, uh, her death. It felt a little rapey. Like the way that he mm. attacked her in her sleep and the way that it looked like to the, to the boyfriend in real life when she's being dragged. Mm, and she's naked yeah. in that scene too. So it's not just that she's being murdered. Whereas, like with Johnny Depp, when we watched Is him. Is she naked in that scene? She's naked in that scene.
1: I thought she had like a white little dress on. Mm-mm.
0: The dress gets ripped off. Remember? Oh. So that's the thing. Is like
1: well, classic sexualizing women. And
0: I know, but movies. it's not even like the sexualization of women, which is it's so well, I'm so like obvious. Sexualizing
1: and pairing it with like rape. It's like mm-hmm. they did this girl so dirty,
0: right? And it kind of just like no, exactly. But it's like why was this and why is this what we're afraid of? This is the horror that is reflected for our, for our gener for the generation that is this generation of movies, like in the eighties. You know, the I know what you did last summer. Uh, uh, a nightmare on Elm Street, you know, oh god I'm I'm drawing I'm like a lot the other slashers, like um Oh fuck. J- the just the virgin narrative where it's like, oh even Scream, which isn't eighties, but you know, like the, they make fun of it a little
1: mm-hmm,
0: bit. Mm-hmm. Um But I just thought that was a little disturbing that we as a culture were like, this is what horror is and the clear narrative in the movie is the virgin survives, mm-hmm. but not but not really, right? The movie ends mm-hmm. and it's still Freddy somehow.
1: When they don't do any of the, you're right, of like, mm, this is how I feel about some movies in general, you know that, <laughs> but like, how they start with her death, and like, she's the one that's like, you know, just living life, living live, life. like exploring her sexuality, doing yeah. her thing as one should, or, yeah. you know, just being in a positive light, and then... Obviously, virgins live, blah, blah, blah. But then all the guy deaths, it's just like, I don't want to say simple because that sounds terrible. But it's like, but it was. like Johnny Depp's quick and it's just like a shock value. Okay, lots of blood. But like the women's ones were so like, Brutal. I'm going to fuck with you for a long time. Right. And like the guys, yeah, like correct me if I'm wrong, but none of them were like super drawn or they didn't show us the like chasing part of him like freddie chasing the guys like in their sleep it was like really yeah. quick for all the guys
0: yeah because i mean
1: and then even when he was gonna kill the guy when he was in jail mm-hmm. for not killing his girlfriend
0: oh um, yes
1: that was just gonna not just sorry that sounds terrible they were f- freddie was just gonna have a rope around his neck, yeah. Like so Freddie just him versus Freddie, uh, what they did to that woman and
0: right continue to do exactly. That to so Freddie choke choked out the guy, yeah, in the prison, mm-hmm. but brutalizes the girl mm-hmm. in the in the previous scene, yeah. Uh Yeah, it's it's definitely an interesting way to think about it because that is kind of how we treat women socially, like right? mm-hmm. that. That's kind of the underbelly, like that book we were talking about, "Men Who Hate Women." That's essentially. Well, that's essentially what like, you know, the, you know, the incel community, the men go their own men go the other way community, um, you know, uh, pickup artists, uh, men's Fuck rights, at, men's rights activists, you know, shit like that. Like, it's like the, the underbelly of what our society is or, or could be. And movies like this, it's just, we have hindsight now. Like we're not, we weren't alive when the movie came out, but we know how I was alive. You were alive in 1984, Mm -hmm. maybe in spirit, (laughs) in the Christmas spirit. You were alive somewhere. (laughs) Well, regardless, it's like looking back now. We are well aware of how much Hollywood has exploited its young women Mm -hmm. and and men. Yeah, but with what we like with the Me Too movement and Mm -hmm. what that what that illuminated, we know for a fact that a lot of these women in Hollywood were already kind of being treated in a inhumane way. Mm -hmm. And And some of those men, absolutely. Yeah, and some, yeah, of course, everybody, of course, of course, of course. Um but but women more so and
1: so boo
0: well it's just interesting because you. i had a professor in college who had her doctorate her phd doctorate in spanish horror movies
1: oh what an interesting thing to have ever talk
0: about. yeah and she was super she I was i know
1: there was a thing
0: yeah she was super cool and she could uh explain how a certain movie reflected the horror of the culture so for like what we're talking about now The horror is, oh my gosh, if you have sex, then Mm -hmm. Freddy Krueger, you know, is the underlying message, will come and kill you. And if you remain a virgin, then maybe you might make it out alive. Never mind if the men in this movie are virgins or not.
1: And remember, I just, that just happened right now in my head. The part where it looked like he was about to like, Mm, I don't know how explicit we're being. His hand was coming up an area that was definitely sexualizing her.
0: Oh, in the bathtub? Yeah. Oh, well, you can say vagina. I mean... <laughs> well,
1: no, it was just like, there's another aspect of, okay, yes, Johnny Depp's, brood, like, lots of blood, shock value. Guys, he was strangled. But then the first woman, we've already described that, and then when... She like wants to or not at that point she wasn't seeking him yet. She was just trying to stay awake. Yeah. But right there, like she's naked, she's in the tub, vulnerable position for a woman well, anyone. Yeah. But as a woman, and then the way he was gonna like try and bring her down to like kill her was Mm -hmm. very sexualized. Right up in the
0: tub through the through the valley, as we've called it, as we call it in wrestling. He was deep in the valley.
1: And it's just like, really, really? Come on, director, <laughs> or writer, whoever did that.
0: Yeah, exactly. Do better. Do better. Okay, well, let's check the Rotten Tomato score. What do you think it got? Keep in mind, for biases...
1: Do they, up- do they update?
0: I'm not sure, but just keep in mind for biases that it's... I'm sure they do update it, but it's a classic. It's the beginning of a franchise. i
1: say seven. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that would be like seven out of ten. Um, 78. 78? Because it's a like classic.
0: Audience score, what do you think?
1: Audience score.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Ooh. Eighty-two.
0: Eighty-two. I would give the movie a 70
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'd probably give it an audience score of I don't know, seventy-five. Probably about around there for me. Because of its originality. But the actual score is a 95% tomato meter and an 84% audience score. So, it is very well received. Oh,
1: 84, I was almost close.
0: Yeah, it is a very well received horror movie. Well,
1: it is like, I mean, it's a cult classic, as they would say.
0: Did you like the ending in this movie? The fact that he was in the... Yeah, me either. Like, fuck that. I think we
1: were both disappointed.
0: Why would they do that? Why would they give us this whole journey of this character uh, figuring out how how Freddy Krueger works. And then we think that they're going to get away in the end. And he's, he's the car we're led to believe mm. and they can't get out of the car. And, but also he's in the house and kills her mom.
1: The ending is, I feel like we should watch something about the ending, but I mean, do they do the ending so they can continue to make all those movies?
0: Right. Cause I mean, what are the rules of this universe? If he's a, None. if he, it's the, <laughs> it's the Rick and Morty, uh, Rick and Morty. It's, the, it's the Rick and Morty episode with uh, Scary Terry. Yeah. When he's like, he can go through dreams. He can fucking go through dreams, Morty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, my favorite part of that is the chasing is scene. Is that
0: chasing, exactly. You know, running. You can run, but you can't hide, bitch.
1: Man, he sure says
0: bitch a lot. You can run, but you can't hide, bitch. Hold on, Morty. You you know what? He keeps saying we can run, but we can't hide. I say we try hiding. But that's the opposite of what... Yeah, well, since when are we taking this guy's advice on anything? Hey, you know what? You got a really good point there, Rick. Like, if the truth was that we could hide, it's not like he'd be sharing that information with us. You know? Uh, I think it's a good idea, Rick. Worst case scenario, we're back to running. Wow, you know what? I mean, it looks like we could have... Just hid this whole time. You know he keeps saying that, but why don't we give it a try? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Six hours later. Uh, Guys, a, where are you? Yeah. Fuck. We need to find them. Yeah. I didn't. Li- I do not like an ending like that. There are certain ways to do it where you leave the door open for sure, but the whole just kidding. Everything you saw wasn't real. God, that pisses me off. Yeah. Because you can only do it a certain amount of times, and they did it so many times in the movie that by the time it was the ending we were like seriously he's still there like they didn't win or they didn't like kind of figure it out
1: what would you have ch- like changed then to make it a better ending especially since it was your first time seeing it so what would you have
0: i would have had her kill him but he doesn't die die he just goes to somebody else's dreams like he has to go torment somebody else mm. so there she survives but he goes on to the next to the next family or the next girl or the next guy or whatever yeah just not that house
1: one of the other parents involved with his burning
0: Yeah. Yeah. There had to have been more than just her.
1: Well, they continue it in the other movies. Oh, they
0: they do they elaborate mm-hmm.
1: with um, the other like people involved.
0: So they do do this. This is not an original thought. They they I have, mean,
1: they continue with like the theme of there was a group of people who burned this man They alive. S-
0: they stick to the origin mm-hmm. of what of how he became evil. Mhm. Yeah. What? But wasn't he a child murderer? mm
1: -hmm. Well, he was. It was. They thought he was murdering, and I think also molesting. I'm not sure, but I think they. It was like he was up for trial, um, or something like that. But, um, it was. Was it like a group of five of them or something? Parents that locked him in the incinerator and
0: yeah, set on fire. So and also. So Why wait, hang on. So wait a second. His hands? Wait a second. So this is the story of a child serial murderer who keeps on getting to murder people because he was murdered in an inhumane way. Hmm. What?
1: Yeah, I think yeah, it is. How
0: the hell is that the message? Like just cuz he got an unjust death in response to his unjust or lifestyle. Or you trying to say
1: like did he actually do it?
0: Oh, like they misconstrued mm-hmm. him. I thought that she said that he was, conv- that he was convicted, that he had for I sure. I can't
1: remember if he was convicted or on trial during it. Not what? on trial, but like um, uh, accused.
0: Accused, yeah.
1: I can't remember that part. But either way, that mom is dumb for keeping the hands or the claws.
0: I don't know. I mean, that would, I feel like that's something you would keep
1: wait till he burns all the way and then run inside, grab his claws and bring him back to your house to do what with? For Halloween?
0: It's a, it's a, it's a memento. Like it's...
1: That wouldn't spook you out?
0: Nicole, knock this off. You are such a, you love spooky stuff like this. I wouldn't keep
1: that shit. That was off of a person's body that just died.
0: If, if, okay. Here's a hypothetical. If the Golden State Killer had like a pair of boots and after he died they were up for auction no nothing
1: i don't want that shit in my no ah, see
0: because i'm confused because you like like the museum of death and you wanted to like yeah do the other visit experience. it visit it see how visit it? it i explore guess
1: explore it hear documentary about it so you
0: think she should have put it in a in a uh, museum
1: well she couldn't because no one know knew, knew what happened to like she would be arrested
0: yeah i guess that makes I just, sense
1: it's just like th- think of Think about this visual of Mm -hmm. a bunch of parents locking this man into uh, what are those called? Incinerator. An incinerator. Waiting till Uh. he's done burning alive, turning it off, Uh running in. Oh, oh, gotta clean it out. Everything's good. Can't leave any evidence. Oh, but I've got it. Yeah. Grab the claws.
0: Sure. What's the fate worse than death for this movie then?
1: Um, I would say for the mom living with that for her whole life.
0: So what does that mean? Like uh, eternal, never, like, etern- like, endless guilt,
1: like endless, I, like she was, you can tell the mom was like going through a lot and like they, like the parents weren't happy together, like that kind of thing. And I don't think they were even together. They were divorced. I think. Right.
0: Yeah. They were divorced. They weren't But divorced, like,
1: like, she looked like she was going through hell. Yeah. And I think it was from, you know, wanting to protect her daughter and or city of all the other kids, but then living with this huge secret that she murdered someone with a group of other parents and then having evidence in your downstairs and then hearing your daughter say, um, Freddie, I can't think of his last name. Uh, Freddie Kruger. (laughs) Duh. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: someone named Freddie is in my dreams or whatever. And then having to relive that, and then like ignoring that. So fate worse
0: than death would be endless or g- debilitating guilt.
1: I don't know for the mom. Yeah, like waiting for it to come back, like the comeuppets. Like,
0: no, like the uh, yeah. I mean, no, but I'm tr- I'm trying to figure out like what's the movies. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, what's the movies? Because this is a horror movie. So what is the movies' fate worse than death? Um... Not being
1: able to sleep. And every time you're sleeping, you're yeah. seeing your worst fears?
0: Yeah, I guess the fate worse than death would be like paralysis. So being unable to... Uh, I think a fate worse than death for this one is the loss of autonomy as well. Because mm-hmm. if you're in your dreams, you're in control, but only to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. And if you can't wake up, it's almost like those horror, horror, horrible stories where somebody goes under for a surgery and the anesthesia... Uh starts to like go away but they're still unconscious or they're still numbed or whatever like this is kind of what that gives me the vibes of like the fate worse than death for this one would be a loss of autonomy whilst oh here we go it's a loss of autonomy whilst in a state of sleep Mm -hmm. because normally you would be able to control your dreams once you realized you were in them to to a certain degree but in this movie not only do they not are they not able to control for the most part what's going on Mm -hmm. even when she thinks she's able to control it at the which end, you, it's like psych, she, she can't, he still wins. Yeah, it's all fuckery,
1: <laughs> which is also another moment in there of just that man not believing her or like mm. taking her seriously when she's like screaming across the. Beach.
0: I don't think anybody believes women in horror movies, that just seems to be ha! Or in f- life. Oh my gosh, okay, again, another super dark twist is like nobody believes this girl about this man. Mm-hmm. Who has some really inappropriate tendencies, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like this is the another underlying Crazy. message.
1: What a thought!
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of these old slashers are going to kind of be like that. I'm sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Yikes! Do well, better. Do better. Well, have we? Have I but knocked?
1: Shit, the... we've watched them.
0: Oh, I mean, you got to watch it so that you can, so you can know what's going on. Um i i mean i it's it is a cultural icon so i think that if like somebody was to come see come to america and ask to see like a cinema archive of Mm -hmm. horror this movie would have to be a part of that they're
1: they're playing it in theaters like for fun nights during halloween
0: i know but are we proud of that that's what i'm trying to think like is this
1: well then think about it too like If you're going to say that, you know know how many girls and guys dress up as him every Halloween? Yeah, right. And like, when I'm like, okay, are we going to be excited about that? Or like, look at my outfit, it's so cool. Mm -hmm. But also, I want to do like a poll of how many people dress up as Freddy Krueger who have actually seen the original.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because I (laughs) mean... I
1: doubt. I think it's just like a way you can look cute and show off some booby. And, like, cut, like, the slash right here.
0: Oh, I was, like, booby. Yeah,
1: because a lot of them, like, when they make their own, they slash right here. Oh. And then the guys, like, you can make those really cool, too, with, like, slashing it up and, like, yeah. having the claws. And- oh,
0: before we forget, though, we are both, I think, obsessed with the Johnny Depp scene. Because the way it was shot. Oh, yeah. It's, I if I, if I recall correctly, it's a very practical shot. It's just the room is upside down. Yeah. And so the blood is being shot down from this what we presume is the ceiling, but it's actually mm-hmm. the ground shooting up. At least that's if I'm I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's how they did that practical no, I'm effect. pretty sure that's what we watched. Um and that is it was so cool. Like it was such an amazing practical effect. Yeah. That made you just go, Holy shit. Oh Johnny, he's gone. Oh, <laughs> bye bye Johnny overboard later's and also, wow, we should just say again, what an incredible first movie for him like that is yeah what a cool breakout performance
1: i just you know what's baffling me
0: what's baffling you
1: we're saying this is a cult classic and it was rated 90 something right
0: 95 95
1: i don't
0: think this is i don't think this would be considered a cult classic i think this would just be considered a horror classic because cult classics are wouldn't like a, Donnie Darko,
1: but wouldn't that have a following because of how many they continued to do and then added it into another franchise with Jason? But this Freddy Krueger versus Jason.
0: Well, cult, I don't know what cult, is the. Definition? No, that's, no, that's okay. That's okay because cult, cult classics typically mean a movie that didn't didn't do well initially at the box office and then continued to gain steam randomly. Mm-hmm. Like Donnie Darko bombed at the box office here. Did really well over in Europe, then got re popular back over here. And now there's like a, a whole subculture of fans of that movie. And another one so I think. is
1: that like what we need to do? Like maybe just go to another area? <laughs> no. Get popular there and then come <laughs> back and maybe.
0: No, 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 no. The purpose we'll of that successful. story, the purpose of that story is that you just never know how art's going to be received. Like, I, it's, you, you have to create, you, you have to take the risk and put something out there and you just never know how it's going to be received. But back to Cult Classic.
1: This is a cult classic mm-hmm. or whatever you want to say. It has, horror a, classic. It has a classic. It's a classic and has a following for horror. So let's say like around Halloween time, mm-hmm. you would think the Grinch would have the same.
0: <laughs> it does around Christmas time.
1: Yeah. Hello. But look at the score. It's in the 40s. I know.
0: That's bizarre. It that doesn't make sense it to me. It doesn't make any sense to me. Either. And it
1: was still a, not a while, a while ago, but it was still like made some time ago yeah and it should like be updated i i, think I, it's I a have faith job. i have
0: faith in due time that the grinch's score will will reflect a more accurate us. under yes because of the good work of this podcast mm-hmm. and, uh, and the how, good
1: work of all our fans I yes,
0: the good work of all of our fra- friends. <laughs> friends friends and fans essentially well what, what we need to do is have our good friend mgk on his next tour you know just mm-hmm. make a announcement about the score so people mm-hmm. go and leave reviews and change the audience score
1: yeah, I mean, he has the time. Like, I've seen, like, TikToks of his videos where he's performing. He's like, hey, if anyone wants to, like, go grab me popcorn or chips or something, I'll wait right here. Like, just throw <laughs> it on stage. they so, are like, right there. Plug in. Plug in. If anyone wants to, like, change the score for the Grinch.
0: Do you like... do you know if Brett Goldstein <gasps> loves, the, loves the Grinch? He should. He strikes me as someone who would love the Jim Carrey Grinch. Oi. Oi. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck about. <laughs> Hell yeah. I want
1: him to trademark Buck.
0: I think he did on did accident. Really? Oh <laughs> no, no, I was like, what? no. No, you can't. That's a that's a word for everyone. That's everybody's word.
1: But it just sounds the best coming out of him.
0: Yeah, he does. He has changed the meaning of it. Well, regardless, this movie was a good movie to watch. I'm glad I watched it. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we finally pulled the trigger on this one, so I can now have it in my back pocket. Yay! And then to when reference I quote
1: the song, you know what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, this <laughs> this song was dumb. I thought the song was dumb. I mean, of course
1: it's dumb, but it's in every damn movie.
0: Why is it that little girls singing are is creepy? Why have we decided that that is creepy? Because that's in a lot. That's a big trope in a lot of movies.
1: I think it's like the trope of like that. You know, kids in movies, at least, like in especially horror movies, have like no idea what's going on. And it's always like behind them or they're missing it. It's always like them playing outside and something's happening in the house or like out on the field or something. And they're always just like playing, like your average play of like you're still in a vulnerable position, but mm-hmm. you're like happy and you're loving life and you're not realizing that mm-hmm. there's danger around you. And then they're singing like those playground songs yeah and so when you just slow it down a bit and rewind it or mm. whatever change the tune with editing and stuff they make it it like a spooky because you're like oh
0: so they're they're playing on our our presuppositions and associations to children and innocence yeah. and fun and free like free
1: free playing freedom
0: and, and not having to worry about the dangers around you yeah. with something that's very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Okay, so if that's the song mm-hmm. that the kids are singing, then he was a child murderer.
1: That's so creepy to think that like he was a child murderer and that the just song just got passed down to so many kids that people are just singing it, to sing it.
0: But what doesn't make any sense to me is if we are to assume and we should we can close with this. But if we are to assume that he was a child murderer, a serial child murderer, so multiple multiple children mm-hmm. dead. Um and if we are led to believe, like, based on his proclivity towards how he interacts with women in the, his dreams, probably a sexual deviant that mm-hmm. skewed more that way as well. Did the way he die, was, would that be considered just? Uh, oh. Hard to, you know, that's, that's not really my place. I'm not someone who could sit on, a, on a, a bench or in a place of judgment and decide the fate of somebody so a, a socially abhorrent. You know, there there are those who would argue, even for somebody like him, that there is a value I mean, that's
1: a of whole his life, other podcast right? Episode. Right, but then,
0: right, that is a whole other podcast episode. But but then, but for this movie, then what that means is that he, <laughs> he is allowed to keep murdering people just because he was not given a fair trial, is what we are to assume. So oh, well, that's just. Tough. That's just a fucked up weird subplot, I guess, that we just you just like who gloss wrote over. This? Has he uh, done anything else? Let's <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm only laughing because it's like if he wrote this. Yeah, so Wes Craven directed this, which you know who Wes Craven is.
1: Yeah, totally. Know uh, on Speed Dial. <laughs>
0: okay. Uh yeah, Wes Craven wrote and directed this. Mm. Um and obviously he has done a lot. <laughs> he's not he's not a he's not a small fry. Um
1: But what's his brain like though? Does he go to therapy?
0: Uh let's see, though he originally intended to be a college professor, writer director, Wes Craven ditched academia to become one of the most widely recognized practitioners of the horror film, eventually becoming synonymous with the genre itself. Nice. Yeah. I mean Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a creative story, but now that we've kind of broken it down a little bit, it it's the horror has taken a different perspective in my brain mm-hmm. it's less scary because freddie is going to get you in your dreams it's more scary that the belief i have to accept is that because he was killed unjustly he's now allowed to kill without consequence in this movie it seems to be inevitably forever mm-hmm. so yeah fuck that yeah but a good Ooh. a good boogeyman nonetheless and
1: do, we, do we recommend it to our? Listeners? I would say I would
0: say recommend it to listeners for sure. Just just so you can be in the loop and be a part of this kind of cultural conversation, uh, and know what the fuck we're talking about, and you know make your own opinion about whether or not you think we're kind of going off the deep end here, or if there is something viable in the connections we're making. Because I I think that this seems very possible based on what we've discussed, and if you know the screenplay is what it is, there is room for this to exist within this universe so mm-hmm. the movies did progressively get worse if i'm if i'm yes, correct yes, yes, okay yes. yeah so obviously the story can't hold on its own no. <laughs> but either way glad we watched it
1: Glad i'm glad i was able to experience your first time watching it with
0: i you. loved watching it with you babe it was so wonderful to have an, another first oh
1: yay how cute
0: <laughs> okay love. uh love gross. you gross we are so in love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, righty hey, I love you. Love you. See you next time. Swim upstream with us.
1: Swim upstream with us when we do our next horror.
0: horror. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Stefan. Thanks again for listening to Upstream. Nicole and I didn't start this podcast because we like watching movies. No, we started this podcast because we love watching movies together. Movies, like so many other artistic mediums, are often attempts to escape reality, especially when reality hits hard. Therefore, this message is for you, the listener, to know that we don't know what you're going through exactly, but we hope you find a movie that helps you feel not so alone and maybe even encourages you to go find someone to watch a movie with. With that in mind, here are a few clips to hopefully help you remember that movies can help you know how colorful and wonderful life truly is. Until next time.
1: I promise I will not kill you until you reach the top. That's very comforting. But I'm afraid you'll just have to wait.
0: If I may repay the kindness you once showed me. Take a knee. This is it, Joel. It's gonna be gone soon. I oh, know. Yes! Behold my Lord Auric! The rock! The hard place! Like a wind from Geldland, he sweeps by! blown far from his homeland in search of glory and honor. We walk
1: in the garden of his turbulence.
0: The day I realized Fani was in love with me was strange. It was the day he gave mama that sculpture. Dear
1: Mr. Will, one thing I've learned in 20 years in education is that there are two sides to every story. So I think I can imagine what started the fight. While nothing justifies striking another student, I know good friends are worth defending. Give me a head.
0: Hey, let your head rest in my hand. Relax. I got you, I promise. I'm not going to let you go. Hey, man, I got you. There you go. 10 seconds. Right there.